Welcome to the New Hope Church podcast, where reverence meets relevance. We are currently in a six-part series titled Finding Favor. Here is this week's message from our pastor, Dr. Benji Kelly. Good morning. How you guys doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this church. We are thrilled that you are here. And I've got two big announcements that I want to get to. Uh, But first of all, I just want to, again, welcome you. Look into the camera. Welcome our different campuses. We are so glad you are with us today. That includes Garner and NCCIW and Coffee House and Internet, virtual community, all of that stuff. Welcome one, welcome all. We are thrilled that you are a part of us today. Hey, I've got a big, big announcement, two announcements that I'm starting with today. Um, The first one, I'm so excited I can't even stand myself. I'm like a little kid in a candy shop. Um, um, Guys, and and again, to the NCCIW group, when when we called a vision of launching a campus in a prison, we thought two things. We first thought, Wow, we, we don't know anybody doing that. So that was exciting. Let, let's go somewhere that few have gone before. Um, and then the second thing we thought, or at least I thought, was, man, I don't want to do this if all we're going to do is minister to the women in the prison. We want to be here for those precious daughters of the king who get out of the prison. Amen? We don't want them to stay there. I've been there. It's not good. Okay? We want them to come out. And we want them to find a church. And if they live in this area, we want them to know that we're not just loving them from a distance. That we spread wide our arms and in the name of Christ, welcome them and receive them. And today, (laughs) you you, you save that. Just just wait just a second because you're going to have time to just explode. Today, we are so stinking excited to be able to welcome to our campus the very first inmate who has now been released. And she said the very first place she was coming when she was released was New Hope Church. And so I... You guys are so eager. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, you're an eager bunch. Just give me two more seconds. So give it up for Aaliyah Cobb. Would you come here, Aaliyah? Come on up out here. Welcome. Welcome. Look at your church family. Look at your church family. (laughs) Thank you. I think you want to say something. I'm going to get you a microphone. Girl, I wasn't going to put you on the spot. Is this one good, guys? Right here? I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but since you're preaching in my ear, I'm going to let you go for it. Well, anything you want to say to this I church? I just want to thank all, just all the New Hope um, women who came. Um, everything was just God-led. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lord. And I was just blessed. I was just very blessed to um, be able to meet you know, all you, you know, saints and, you know, wonderful people of God, you know, mm. and it just gave me the courage to come and call, you know, and let God use me, you know, every day and just, you know, get me out of that struggle that I was in, 
and I didn't want to go to prison. You know, we know we don't want to, but God would make every situation mm. out of the bad things that we go through and refine us and make us great and whole. And I thank God for all You're um, you're quoting scripture. The Bible says that God works together for good in all situations, including prison, for those who love Christ Jesus. We are so glad you are here, and hope you keep coming. Thank you so much. She she if I'm a, I'm um I'm gonna state this only because I know this. She lives in Raleigh, and she doesn't have a car. And uh, a new hoper just went and got her this morning. And so if you live in Raleigh. And you'd like to help bring Aaliyah here on Sundays or maybe on a rotation with some folks? Just mark your Connect card. We want to get her to church. Amen. Amen. Let me say a, let me say a quick prayer. Father, thank you for Aaliyah. Thank you for her life. Thank you for her heart. Thank you for her tears. God, thank you that she loves you. God, thank you that this is, at, at, God, in my opinion, this is the, the first... Um, ultimate win that we've seen with the NCCIW. Of course, we have a win every single week there, God, as people worship and hear the Word of God. But Lord, the the ultimate goal is to see your daughters released, to see your daughters enter society as God-fearing, law-abiding citizens. So Father, would you just restore her? Would you refresh her? Would you use this church to continue to minister to her? God, would you give her a God-sized vision of what you can do with her life God, the best is yet to come. It doesn't matter our past. What matters, God, is when we find ourselves in you and we claim this day under the lordship of Jesus and all the days of our lives. So, Father, do great things through her. Do great things through her. We pray this in Jesus' name and all of God's children said. Give it up one more time for her. And if you listen real closely, you can hear them clapping all the way over there in Garner and in the coffee house and some people clapping at home. I am certain of it. Very, very exciting. Um, The other big announcement that I have this morning is um, you guys remember. God, we're just going to have so much fun here today. You guys remember when um, I introduced you to my good friend, uh, Ryan Brooks. And he preached that day. And, uh, and remember how um, I shared with you that I just love this guy and it was a kindred spirit from day one. Um, you, you, don't, you don't come into New Hope and, and preach like that without me trying to hire you. <laughs> and uh, I have hired uh, uh, Ryan Brooks as, <laughs> as, a, um, as a teaching pastor. Now, now, Ryan here, I just want to be real clear. Ryan's got other ministries. Ryan still works for his dad in downtown Durham, the overseer Luther Brooks, um, who I'm going to talk to tomorrow on the phone. We've established a friendship with this church. And uh, so he still has other ministries. And at this time, at this initial season, he's going to continue to do those ministries. He's just hired here as a teaching pastor, which means four to five, six times a year, I will have him here. He'll be on our staff, um, but I will have him here to teach and preach on Sunday mornings. And do you remember that very first time, Just I guess it's been about a month or so ago, one of the first things he said when he, he, he preached that day? 
What? No, not the Best Buy one. But, but that was good too. But the other thing he said was, the other thing he said was, he likes him some sweet potato pie. And so I know just the woman who can make the best sweet potato pie on this side of the Mason-Dixon line, and her name is Mama Dip. And so I got you some sweet potato pie. This is your pie, brother, and you better share it with April. It says, to Ryan and April from Pastor Benji and the, he calls us this, and the New Hope Nation. We welcome you as a teaching pastor of this church, and we are fired up, and he is going to come and bring the word this morning. Would you give it up for Ryan Brooks? I'll, I'll put it right over there because if I sit it here while you're teaching, you might you might be tempted to nibble on it. Uh, might be is not the word. I will be. <laughs> I'm going to put it right over here. Thank you Guys, so much. Guys, New Hope, take out your teaching notes. <laughs> grab that pen in front of you. Lean in for a word from the Lord on finding favor. Here we go. Bring it, brother. All right. Amen. <laughs> Make sure my wife saw that right there. How many of y'all are glad to be here today? Yeah. New Hope Nation, how many of y'all love the Lord? Yeah. Come on, somebody ought to bless the Lord today. Somebody ought to be able to say hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. hallelujah. I'm so very excited today to be here. I've been presented plenty of things, but I've never been presented a sweet potato pie. Amen. So it's always the first here at New Hope. Let's bless the Lord for your senior pastor here. Come on, let's bless the Lord for Pastor Benji Kelly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Incredible, incredible man of God. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, listen, I'm excited about the word of God today. Let me just first say I thank God for uh, uh, the wonderful, 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 wonderful. I call her the first lady of this church. Can y'all just bless the Lord for Amy Lynn Kelly? Come on, let's bless the Lord for her. Phenomenal. I have my beautiful wife here with me today, uh, Sister April Brooks. So I'll get one amen, if nothing else. Amen. And I want to take this time to thank all of you all for your prayers. The last time I was here, I didn't think I would be back this soon, but I'm glad I'm back. And I thank God for every last one of you that sent me a message, sent me a letter, tweeted my wife and I. I thank you, New Hope Nation, for your prayers. Amen. So let's get into the word of God today. I just want to first again, I can say this now. I don't know where Pastor Benji is, but uh, I want to welcome all of you at Coffee House, everybody in Garner Campus, Pastor Derek. We praise God for NCCIW, the daughters of the king. Uh, I, I want to welcome people. We, 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 New Hope Nation are glad to have you. TV, internet ministry. Hey, you guys need to find a way to get down to the New Hope Church is an amazing experience. Let's, let's get ready to go into the Word of God today. Let's pray. Uh, yes, Lord. Draw me nearer. Nearer, blessed Lord. To the cross. Where... Thine hands have died. 
ser Lord to thy precious leading time oh, oh, oh to thy precious lead bleeding side oh lord to thy precious bleeding side father god draw us nearer to you today Father God, allow this word to touch our hearts. Father God, we are praying now, God, for an experience with you and your word like never before. Father God, I pray as always to purge a manservant. Now consecrate me, God, to your divine purpose by your grace. Father God, now I ask that you would just think with my mind and speak with my lips Father God, as always, I ask that you would just allow me, make me as this microphone, that I would simply magnify the things that you have said into me. Father God, I believe, I declare that this word shall be life to those that hear it. Father God, we have the victory. I cancel every plan of the enemy, every doubt, every distraction right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bless you. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. 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 Today, how many of y'all have been enjoying the series on favor? Enjoying the series on favor, finding favor. I believe this is an incredible series. I believe it is a much-needed series. And today, we're just going to try our best to tack on something to, to all that Pastor Benji's been doing. A great, great job, a phenomenal job in teaching on, on finding favor. And I want us to go to the book of 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter number 16. If you don't know what 1 Samuel is, please use your table of contents. Please use your table of contents. Amen. You need to know where it is in your Bible. It's in the front part if you can't find your table of contents. 1 Samuel, you wouldn't believe how many people get this messed up. 1 Samuel chapter number 16. And I want to start reading at verse number 10. It's a great, great story about one of my favorite people in the Bible. It starts like this. When you have it, say sweet potato pie. Don't leave it right there. Verse number 10 says, Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? And he says, there is still The youngest, Jesse answered, but he is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. Verse 12 says, so he sent and had him brought in. He was rudy with a fine appearance and handsome features. He sounds kind of like Pastor Ryan. (laughs) So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from the From that day on, the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Samuel then went to Ramah. Blessed the word of the Lord. I want to talk today from a subject, favor beyond. I want to talk about a subject today, favor 
beyond. Now, I want, I want to let you guys know that I, I can say it. I believe this, and I truly believe it's by the grace of God, that the favor of God has been on my life. I'm so thankful, I'm so humbled to believe, I know that a a shadow of a doubt that the favor of God is on my life. Now, 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 this has been an interesting topic for me and my family, mainly my wife and I, over the last year because uh, uh, my wife uh, throws this scripture at me all the time. Proverbs 18 and 22. Can we get that up here? I want you guys to see. It says, he who finds a wife. Finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Ladies, can I read again? He who finds a wife finds what is good and, somebody say and, finds favor from the Lord. Now, now I got married on... May 28th, 2011. And I can promise you guys this. From the moment I got married, that the Lord really started opening some doors for me that I just didn't believe would be open. I've had the opportunity to allow my ministry just to go some places I never thought it would go. I've had the opportunity to share with some people I never thought I'd be able to share with. And God's favor has truly been on my life. But my wife tells me every time, hey, hey. I found favor. And when I found favor, I found favor first in my wife and God gave me favor. But I want to let you know that there is evidence of favor in your life. And when you find favor, I believe you will find the evidence of favor in your life. Now, now today, I, I want to talk about a, a different way of looking at finding favor. Because today, I want to talk about what happens after you find favor. Once you find favor, what do you do? What do you do with the favor that God has graced you with? Where do you go once you have favor on your life? So, so, so I want to talk about first this, this, this really important thing that the first point today in your, in your notes, it says favor goes beyond opinions. Now, now, in our text today, we're talking about David, and, and David has an interesting story. And just to get, kind of give you the context of what's going on, uh, 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 Samuel and the, and the children of Israel had a king, but his heart was not after the heart of God. And Samuel now is trying to find somebody to take over as king of Israel after Saul dies. And the Bible says that God tells him, listen, go down to the house of Jesse, and there is a man there that will become the king of Israel. And the Bible says that here that he goes to Jesse's house and Jesse begins to send out his sons. And the first son comes out in verse number seven of first uh, Samuel uh, chapter, uh, excuse me, the seventh verse. Yeah, he comes out and Samuel says, this has to be the king because he's a big and he looks like a king and he walks like a king. And he has stature. And God says, no. He says, no, he says, do not look on his countenance or his appearance, but look at his heart. And so the first thing I want to tell you is that after you find favor, you got to understand that people may not always see the favor on you. 
See, Jesse sent out six sons, and none of them were the king. And the Bible says right here where we find our scripture today, it says that Samuel says, listen, Jesse, do you have any more boys? You got anybody else? And Jesse, I'm sure, standing over there as a proud father, he says, look at all of these wonderful boys. They look like me. And you mean to tell me you can't find somebody out of this group? Samuel says, no. And Jesse says, well, you know what? I still have the youngest one. He's just the keeper of the sheep. You know what? He's just on the backside of the mountain. You know, know, I I don't know if you really want him, but is that who you want? Samuel says, call him. Tell him to come. And sure enough, David comes. And the Bible says that David was Rudy and he was, he was well to look upon. And, and, and the, uh, our, our scholars would say that he had the countenance of the king, uh, of Christ-like features. He had presence. And as soon as he stepped in the room, the Lord says, this is the one. What I want to tell somebody today is that when you have favor with God, other people's opinions don't really matter. Amen. Oh, man. See, his father forgot about him, but he still had favor. See, this is why it's so important for you to find favor in your life. See, I, I want to tell you something. That first point on that says, favor opens doors that no man can close and closes doors that no man can open. There is something special about having the favor of God on your life. See, I can tell you the truth. I, favor is, is unexplainable. Yes. Have you ever had something happen to you and you, in your mind you said, it had to be God? That's the favor of God. You may say, I, I don't fit the description. I may not have the background. I may not have the experience. I may not have the resume. But I have the favor of I want you to think about this because the favor of God can do amazing things for you. And you don't have to worry about people's opinions. I'll be honest. I like people to like me. Anybody else can be honest with me? Let's keep it real. I like to be liked. Some of us, okay, all right. We like to be liked most of the time. Y'all ever was in school and you had, I I had this happen to me all the time, honestly, uh, but uh Young, maybe I was in grade school and a little girl would write a note, do you like me? Yes or no? Why in the world would you write a note to find that out? And maybe you had one of those special young ladies who had like six different check boxes. Yes, no, kind of, maybe. Oh, man, this is, why are you so concerned about me liking you? Here it is, that when you have the favor of God... That, that's something that's so powerful that, that the master of the universe thinks highly of you. That the creator of the heavens and the earth thinks well of you. The favor of God. See, there's a scripture that there's just, it, it exudes the favor of God in my opinion. That's John chapter 15 verse 16. Write, write this scripture down in your notes. John chapter 15, verse 16, he says, Ye have not chosen me. Jesus was talking to the disciples. But he says, But I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. God chose you. God 
before you chose him, he chose you. Can, can, I, can I make this live for you for a moment? Um, uh, I remember I went to A.L. Stanback Middle School in the wonderful metropolitan area of Hillsborough, North Carolina. If you've never been, you should definitely visit. And I remember, why are you guys laughing? That wasn't a joke. Um, I remember in the eighth grade, I was getting ready for my eighth grade social, my first real dance. You know, I was excited. And I remember I had my eye on this one young lady who I just knew I was going to ask to go with me to the social. Now, the, the bad part about it was I had a crush on her, so every time I saw her, I, like, ran and hid. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I know it may be hard for you to believe, but I wasn't the best-looking guy, you know. <laughs> you laughed really hard, okay. You weren't supposed to laugh so hard. But I wasn't the best-looking guy, and, you know, uh, in my opinion, she, she was the prettiest girl. And one day I went home, and I, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to ask her out. I'm, I asked her to the dance. I said, Pops, take me to the barber shop. Get me a fresh haircut so I can look as best I can. And sure enough, I see her coming down the hall one day, and I had the urge to go run to the bathroom and hide. But I said, No. Me and you are going to this eighth grade social. So I walk up to her, and I'm smooth. <laughs> I'm confident. My clothes were nice. My shoes were clean. My breath was fresh. <laughs> and before I could get anything out of my mouth, she says, Ryan. I said, oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> because I didn't think she even knew my name. And she says, I have something I want to ask you. I said, I have something I want to ask you. She says, Ryan, do you want to go with me to the eighth grade social? All is right. <laughs> and of course I said, well, you know, uh, I'm trying to see what I'm working with, you know. On the inside, I was exploding. And hearing this, I found out, Amelin, that, that before I could choose her, she already chose me. Now, I wasn't the best looking guy. I, I was kind of a husky fellow. I, I thought husky was a name brand, not a size. When we went to the store, we always went to the husky session. Uh, I thought it was a name brand, beloved. But what I realized is that before I could choose her, she already had chosen me. Regardless of my flaws and my imperfections, she truly showed me favor. Why? Because she could have had anybody she wanted, but for whatever reason, she chose me. See, I feel that same way about God. Regardless of my mistakes and my flaws and my errors, he could have anybody else in the world, but for some reason, he chose me. That's the favor of God. Somebody ought to give God glory because he chose you. You ought to know I made some mistakes. I've done some things wrong. I have not always got it right, but he chose Let, let me move forward. Let me move forward. David was an incredible story because David was chosen by God to be king. Everybody else looked the part. Everybody else was probably the most likely to succeed. But it doesn't matter when you have favor. When the favor of God is over your life, 
great things that will happen. Opinions don't move you as much. Next thing, number two, the favor of God goes beyond your own plans. I have this quote there. Preparation is perfectly, perfectly executed with the favor of God. You can prepare all you want. But in order for things to be perfected and executed perfectly, it requires the favor of God. How many of y'all have tried? I mean, you've prepared. Anybody out here just, you're a great planner. You just know I'm good at planning. And, and you know that feeling when you plan like you've planned your entire day out? I mean, you got every minute allocated to something, and then it still doesn't work out? Isn't that frustrating? For preparation is necessary. It's needed. But the favor of God is the thing that makes it come into fruition. Because, you know, I think about David. David, David was, you know, a, a regular day renaissance man. He was a jack of all trades. It was not his plan to be the king. You know what David was? David was first a shepherd, right? We find out later that, that I like to call David a bear and lion wrangler. He fought the bear and the lion. We also know he was a musician. Later on in uh, chapter number 16, we find out that he goes and plays the harp for uh, King Saul. He also was a man of war. We all know about the story of David and Goliath. Also, he was a writer, a poet. He had all of these different skills, but God had another plan. And that plan came into fruition when he walked in the favor of God. I really want you to understand that when you have the favor of God, it really is going to do some great things for you. But here, here is my main point today, and I'm getting ready to close, is that you have to do something great with the favor of God that God has given you. The last point here. Favor goes beyond your life. Favor goes beyond your life. I want you to write this down. Favor is not just for you. I want you to write it down. Favor is not just for you. When you think about David, David David was anointed king, received this favor, but he was made king for the people that were a part of the kingdom, not for his own benefit. When you think about the great people of favor, you think about, think about of course, Pastor Benji talked about Noah earlier in the series. Noah's favor allowed him to save his family. When you think about Mary who found favor, you think about Mary, she carried baby Jesus. It wasn't for her own benefit, but the favor of God that was on her life was for somebody else. When, when, when you understand that the favor of God on your life is not just for you, you start looking at life differently. I want to know today, with what God has given you, with what God has favored you with, what are you doing with it? Who are you helping? Whose life are you changing? Who are you ministering to? Who are you loving on with the favor of God? I want to read this to you. Some cause happiness wherever they go. Others 
cause happiness whenever they go. <laughs> See, favor will produce things that outlive your life. See, see, I, I want to read this quote by Henry Drummond. It says, I shall pass through this world but once. Any good thing, therefore, that I can do or any kindness that I can show to any human being, let me do it now. Let me not defer it or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. You got to share your favor with somebody every single day because you're not going to live that day ever again. Let me tell you, favor will make you the answer to someone's prayer. This is powerful right here. David was the answer to the prayer of the children of Israel. Esther was the answer to the prayer. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. God thinks that much of you. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. I believe this. Everything that's created is created to solve a problem. The chair you're sitting in, the mic I'm wearing, the carpet that's on this floor, that it was created to solve a problem. You were created to solve a problem. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. It's not just about you. Guess what? The tree that's in the field bears fruit, but guess what? The fruit is not for the tree. The tree that bears fruit, the fruit is not for the tree, but the fruit is for those that come by. So you've got some things in your life that people just need to come by and you need to be able to bless them with. It may be your story. It may be your testimony. It may be your love. It may be your kindness. It may be your joy. It may be just a good hug, but you have fruit of favor. We, we, we talk about this Esther chapter number seven. We'll be talking about Esther all through this series. And Esther chapter number seven, starting in verse number two, it, it shows us how Esther uh, blesses us and blesses those people with her favor. We got, okay, let's move. There we go. And as they were drinking wine on that second day, the king again asked Queen Esther, what is your petition? This is favor. When people with power start asking you what you want. I'll keep moving. What is your request? Even up to half of the kingdom, it will be granted. He was about to split this thing 50-50 with Esther. <laughs> Let, let's, let's move forward. Then Queen Esther, Esther answered, If I have found favor with you, O king, and if it pleases your majesty, grant me my life. This is my petition. And spare my People, this is my request, for I and my people have been sold for destruction and slaughter and annihilation. She found favor in the sight of the king, but her favor produced favor. See, the favor of God on your life should produce favor for others. Edmund Burke says, Nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could do only a little. Nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could only do a little. Don't think the little favor that you may or may not have is not enough. Don't think that your testimony, your experience, your past is not enough to help somebody else. 
Don't think that your hug is not enough to encourage somebody to go just one more day. You have to share your favor because it's not just about you. And Frank says it like this. How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. This, this is my challenge to you today, New Hope Nation. Don't you leave today and not make up your mind that you're going to do one thing today to improve the world. You have the blessings of God. You have the favor of God. And you have to share that with the world. You have to understand that there is something great on the inside of you that God says, share it with the world. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your co-worker. Share it with your family member. Share it with your fellow New Hope member. See, you never know. There may be somebody in that life group that's waiting on you. There may be somebody right there in NCCIW that needs to know where the enemy tried to put a period, God can put a comma because it's not over. There's somebody that needs to know you can make it because I did. There's somebody that needs to know there is love and hope right there at New Hope Church. You got to come. There's somebody that needs to know your story. And you can change the world today. Somebody shout today. Marion Wright Elderman said it. It's time for greatness, not for greed. It's a time for idealism, not ideology. It's time not just for compassionate words, but compassionate action. The favor of God that's on your life. The favor that you found. I challenge you. I encourage you. I implore you. I beseech you. Share that. Allow your favor to produce favor. You may have finances that you could release to help this ministry grow and go and do even greater mission trips. The favor of God that's on your life can do things that outlive your life. Who can you change? Who can you influence? Who can you impact? God has greatness on the inside of you. The favor of God that's on you is for you to share with somebody else. The fruit that's on your tree is not just for you. But it's for somebody to get to know Jesus Christ. If I had to go through what I went through for one person to get saved, I'll go through it again. Because having favor is not easy. I tell many young people that are concerned with people liking them. I tell you, the power of God, the anointing or the favor of God will make you powerful, but it may not make you popular. But it's worth it. New Hope Nation, as I close today. 
believe you have the favor of God, you found the favor of God, now what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it today? Let me take it a step further. What are you going to do with it right now? Before you leave this room, you ought to encourage somebody. The healing power of just a hug. (laughs) You don't know who you're sitting beside and what they're going through. Just share your favor. I believe right now in the name of Jesus. That there is about to be an incredible wave that's going to go through central North Carolina. And it's going to be a wave of favor that is produced by the children of God. Heavenly Father, help us today, God, to share your favor. Help us today, God, that like David, even, even, even though we, we may not look the part, encourage us to understand we still can find favor. We may not have done all the right things or, or said all the right things, God, but if we find your heart, because that's what you look at, we can find favor. Father God, you've, you've taken us just as we were. God, I'm jacked up, messed up. But God, you can still grant your favor and use me for your glory. Hallelujah. Today, God, empower us to spread the favor. Allow people to see you instead of us that our will would be lost in yours I pray now for every person under the sound of my voice that they will understand the heart is what you see God and you can receive us Father God we love you we bless you We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, please stop by one of our six campuses anytime or visit us online at www.newhopenc.org. If you would like to financially support the movement of New Hope, you can do so by clicking on the e-giving link at the bottom of our homepage. We hope you will join us next week. God bless and thank you for being part of our church family.